Hello, and welcome to Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug, and these are my acute mental neuroses. This, the list you cannot see, literally only has two things on it. But one is going to be fairly, I wouldn't say long-winded, but very extensive. Because I'm going to talk about NDK and my experiences there in terms of, if you listen to No Applause, Just the Clap, we talked about all the panels we saw and... Uh, all the people we interviewed and all the pictures we took and all the people we met. But um, in this instance on Damn, I'm going to be talking about how my anxieties flared up, some stuff that happened to me personally um, in terms of some um, familial relationships, I guess you could say, as well as I'm going to get into kind of the beginning and the end of something. So we'll just dive right into NDK. It was crazy. It was banana balls. I'll tell you that right now. Um, one of the staffers told me that at one point, at the height, it was like 9,000 people in the in the convention. And if you don't know what NDK is, it's Nandaisukan, which um, in Japanese means what is it? And that is Denver's um, largest anime, Japanese animation, anime, manga, which is Japanese comics, and cosplay, which is costume play. It's their biggest convention for anime and cosplay. And it was, like I said, it was great. It was exhausting. Didn't get a whole lot of sleep. But at the beginning of the con, we walked in, Lizzie and Deb and I, um, and I'm going to get to why it was only Lizzie, Lizzie Deb and I uh, later, because there was someone else that should have been there. I'm surrounded by literally thousands of people in a space I don't know that's very big, which was very intimidating. And I know that like I got very anxious to the point where we checked in for our press passes and then we immediately were like, let's go to a bar. And I know they were probably like, oh, let's go to a bar. And like, it'll be fun. And I'm going, yeah, but I need this drink to like quiet the brain pan down. I kind of tried to hang close to Lizzie and Deb, but at one point I think I turned my head because I thought I saw Deathstroke the Terminator. And by the time I turned back, they, we were scattered to the winds, which was fine. I, of course, was like, I don't know where I am. I don't know where I'm going. I don't want to get lost. Uh, everything's bright and loud, and people are dressed oddly, which was fine. I mean, it was great. I, I love the cosplay. I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying it's it's very distracting in terms of, like, I want to go and take pictures, and I want to talk to people, but my brain is melting down. It's just a rat in a cage being poked with a stick, and it's flipping out because... There's so much going on. I'm on sensory overload, and I don't know where I'm going, and the map was very useful in the end, but at the very beginning, I'm like, I don't know if I'm going left or right, or, you know, I'm running into dead ends, and I'm starting to panic that I don't know where to go or what to do. Um, So I I did get anxious. I was significantly better Saturday and Sunday, um, but Friday night, I I was... uh, My my anxiety did kick in. Um, But it was fine. I knew that in the end, I would find someone who could tell me where to go or I would, you know, just, I spent, you know, like an hour just getting my bearings and going, okay, that's where the autograph rooms are. That's where the panel rooms are. That's the main event room. Like, I, and once I kind of put it all in my head, I got a lot better. Um, but initially, I, I think I kind of glommed on to Deb and Lizzie. I was very nervous about going to things by myself for the first couple hours just because I, this is a brand new experience. And I, you know, based on the, the things I talk about when you say like, oh, I I'm, I know I'm going to be okay on the other side, and you have to go through qu- the quote-unquote pain. Well, this was me going through the pain where I'm like, this is something new. I don't know if I'm going to be okay on the other side. Do I back off? Do I shut down? Or do I just barrel through it and process what's going on? 
And I'm okay on the other side, which is what happened. I had to process it because I was there as a professional. Um, I had to process through. Um, yeah, the first couple hours were a little nerve-wracking for me. Now, earlier I had mentioned that, you know, Deb, Lizzie, and I went. Um, I think I've talked about it on the show before that we had kind of um, gang-pressed my niece uh, to be our intern and take pictures and stuff like that. Well, it turns out, Literally the day before, um, the night before NDK, Katerina decides to, my niece, um, decides to text me that she's not going to work for us. Uh, extremely short notice and not for any kind of health reasons or anything like that where I'd be like, oh, it's understandable. You're sick. Yeah, it sucks. Whatever. She felt very uncomfortable with the pressures I was putting on her and just kind of bounced out of that commitment. I was understandably upset. I was angry. Anger, of course, being a secondary emotion. I was more uh, frustrated, um, stressed out. You know, I was, of course, further frustrated by the fact that I was trying to text her to find out what was going on, and she wasn't, you know, wasn't texting me back, wasn't taking any of my phone calls. Turns out that, um, you know, and I told her later on, and this is going to get, like, I'm going to jump around in time, but I told her when I saw her on Monday... I'm sorry, I told her this on Sunday at the end of the con, because I did end up seeing her, that if she would just come to me with these issues a week before, two weeks before, we could have figured something out and she could have still worked for us. How it shook out was that she obviously had her little meltdown, did not work for us. We withheld the press pass, obviously. Um, but unfortunately, she was like, well, now I'm going to spend all my food money to buy like three... Uh, one-day passes, because all the three-day passes were sold out. This, of course, did not thrill her parents, nor me, um, as a concerned uncle. Between the financial hardship she was putting on herself and the emotional hardship in terms of bouncing out of that commitment, her parents ended up having a 45-minute conversation with her about, when you say you're going to do something, you do it. If you have a problem, you talk to the person. You don't just run away. I, of course, told her, like I just said, you know, if you would have come to me, we could have figured something out. Turns out we were so goddamn busy running from panel to panel and interview to interview um, that we wouldn't have had time to utilize her the way we wanted to. And she would have actually gotten off a little easier in terms of what we needed her to do. All she had to do was take pictures on her way to go do things or in the panel she was in, whatever. She could have skipped every line. But no, she ran away and, you know, I thought about telling her that, you know, she was still on the list for um, press, but, you know, I didn't feel that she should be rewarded for poor behavior. I told her that afterwards. She didn't really get a lecture from me, but she did kind of, you know, I, I ended up dragging her over to meet Deb and Lizzie, and I think she was very uncomfortable being put in that position, um, but that was her penance. Um, I did text her throughout the con saying, like, look, I'm not mad, I'm not disappointed, you know, find me, we'll take some pictures, you know, if you want, I can ask you a few questions about NDK and how fun this was. When I started the con, I was like, you know, this isn't the time or place for me to read you the riot act, your parents probably already did it for me anyway, let's just focus and have fun. Really, Deb was very disappointed um, in Cat. And in me, and I'll get to that in a moment, um, Lizzie was just kind of like, it is what it is. Let's just move past it and have fun and get, you know, nine hours of audio and 300 goddamn pictures, which we did. I did talk to Kat afterwards on Monday after the con, um, after getting a fair amount of sleep, which was nice, that, you know, it wasn't just about her bouncing out of the commitment. It was that I had stuck my neck out with Deb and Lizzie, my business partners and friends, 
and vouched for her, and then she made me look bad. Now, I'm not saying that as a narcissist. I'm saying that as Kat didn't look at, like, the big picture. She was so focused on herself, which as a 16-year-old girl, you're going to do, um, or as a 16-year-old period you're going to do. You don't have the emotional growth yet to, you know, really take in what's going on um, and and extrapolate the abstracts um, of the other people around you. But I told her, I said, you made me look bad. Like, that was something else I don't think you thought of. And, you know, not that my friendship or the trust um, or or any part of the business was seriously impacted by her bouncing out or me vouching for her. I mean, Lizzie and Deb and I are still obviously friends. We didn't fight about it. I mean, I think Deb kind of groused about it, and I was kind of, you know, checking on Kat on Facebook to make sure she was eating and to see where she was, make sure she wasn't getting into any trouble. That was unfortunate, and, you know, we ended up um, emailing a couple other cons that are coming up in the fall to cover, and uh, in the end, um, you know, I talked to Kat, and she goes, well, next time I'll know what's going on, and I looked at her and I said, I don't think there'll be a next time. Um, Deb and Lizzie don't trust you. Um, that's And that's the consequence is that we're going to be, we could possibly be covering two more cons and she could get in for free and she could have a press pass and da 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 but she fucked up. That's what it boils down to and that's the price she has to pay. And I, uh, I, I told her, I said, chalk this up to life lesson. I hope you learned it. And she goes, yes, I did. And I went, well, there you go. I'd still like to do a couple bacon bites with her um, in terms of some of the anime stuff um, that she, um, she put together. She, you know, wasn't in any panels that I'm aware of, but she, you know, went to a couple. Her friend was in one. We had an idea for a panel for next year. I mean, we really want to ratchet it up in terms of that, how much we loved, loved, loved being at NDK. Um, Lizzie was blown away. I, I didn't expect them to be that excited and, and love it that much. And, uh, you know, I, we didn't know what to expect walking in. We've kind of, the learning curve wasn't that steep, um, but we know that next year we're going to get a room. And so we have a place to chill or take a nap or, like, you know, um, recharge our equipment or back up audio and, and video stuff. Um, so I was kind of doing that on the fly. Um, they didn't really have a dedicated press room, but they had little workstations that I kind of found that I could set up and, and charge my phone. And, um, you know, we're on Instagram now at the underscore BACN. Um, and that's not going to die with NDK. We're going to keep posting to Instagram. I'm sure I'm going to start taking pictures of while we're podcasting and stuff we are talking about. And then lastly, uh, speaking of the BACN, uh, this week, um, it's going to be the beginning of the end of uh, the web work. I have done all the specs for the redesigns. I'm going to start slicing it out of Photoshop and putting it into Dreamweaver and getting it coded. It's going to be great. And then that'll be that. Lizzie's working on the um, getting the server fixed up. Um, I, we've been having a bit of a problem with our mail host, uh, our mail server, so he's going to tweak that. And he's going to get the website set up for me. And then when I get access, we'll start loading the new web page. So we'll have a new web page going into uh, the fall, hopefully. But it's going to be, a, you know, the heavy lifting on it is done. It's designed. Now there's a different set of heavy lifting in terms of making sure all the links work and um, coding those. And, you know, once again, just little troubleshooting issues, making sure it looks the way I want it to look, making sure everything works the way I want it to work. Um, I'll be going into the Matrix to do this. Um, it's a lot of fun, but it's a lot of work. It's it's tedious. It's staring at coding, and I know I've talked about it before. Um, so I'm not going to, you know, rehash that. But it is fun. It, I, I think of it as, you know, um, like a, a, a puzzle um, or an equation to be solved, and that 
puts it into a context in my head that I understand where I'm like, it's a puzzle. I want to make sure it works. And it's it's like a Rubik's Cube full of hex codes, really, um, and links. That's it. That's the list you cannot see. I don't really have that much going on because NDK really did eat up so much of my weekend. And the recovery of it was, you know, spent on Labor Day. This is episode 102. I'm over 100. This is crazy. And later this week... Or possibly beginning next week, I'm going to start recording um, Mr. Wright, because we're coming up on the end of Black Falls. Or Black Falls proper, there'll be more pieces coming down the road for Black Falls, but Mr. Wright's going to start getting its episodes recorded, and then we'll launch probably in the next month. So, And uh, my friend Dan talked to me about doing another podcast uh, that's all dedicated to metal. Um, power metal, death metal, speed metal, thrash metal, all that fun metal stuff. Um, so... I'll probably end up talking about the anxieties of giving up a bit of control in terms of I'm going to probably teach Ryan and Gonzo how to record themselves. So I don't have to be there because I'm not going to be able to split my time across, you know, eight shows and maintain sanity. So I'll probably talk about that next week as I get more news about it. So from Dam, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, I'm Doug. And from Dam, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, these have been my Acute Mental Neuroses. Good night, Internet. Oh, yeah. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!